Thank you for tuning in to yet another week of This Can't Be Life podcast. I am your host, Kay the Rebel. You can find the show on only one social media platform, which is Instagram. The podcast page is TCBL Podcasts, and my personal page is at Kay the Rebel. For questions, comments, inquiries, would like to do a collaboration or to be featured on my newest segment um, called Black Owned Everything, the podcast email is this can't single letter b l y f e at gmail.com. Um, thank you so much for all of those that provided feedback on last week's episode, um, which was I can't even remember the name of my own episode. Yeah, what am I doing here? Um, oh, the letdown hyper independency, um, where I discussed, um, you know, just black women being overly independent and sometimes where that's rooted from and if there's any relationship to like childhood trauma and I shared my personal experience and background with why I have grown to become overly independent and how it has impacted my um, romantic relationships specifically. So yes, again, I always appreciate the feedback and please keep that coming. As for today, um, I'm continuing the black owned everything segment and the segment was put on pause for a little bit but i'm back and since it's been a while and if you are new here my black owned business segment is a way for me to share my platform with up and coming black owned businesses so that they have yet another avenue to promote their business and also for them to have the opportunity to really show who they are and what their brand represents so Today, the Black-owned business owner that I will have with me is the owner of Motivated by Muffin, and I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. Hey, so good evening, everyone, and I want to just say um, thank you, Kay, for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. Again, my name is uh, Muffin, um, known to you guys as uh, Motivated by Muffin, and I am a group fitness instructor instructor also influencer i influence fitness to the highest power um because i think it's really um important and um influential to our long-term being um so yeah that's who i am i'm muffin and where can the people find you on social media platforms so yes um instagram it's at motivated by muffin um facebook also it's at motivated by muffin and also i have a website which is just um www.motivatedbymuffin. So yes, that's where you can find me. Okay, so make sure that you plug her in, you guys. Um, so let's just get right into it. I'm Muffin. So um, when you hear like the word fitness, like what comes to mind for you like instantly? Say that again. I said I when you hear the word like fitness. So like when people just say fitness, like 
what goes on like in your head? What what are like some of the first words or thoughts that come to your mind when you think of fitness? So the first word for me when I think about like fitness, I think about longevity and then I think about the movement. But when I think about fitness, I just think about like long term. Gotcha. Okay. While studying your website, I read that you started your fitness journey back in 2014 and that, you know, you've had a background in athletics because you did play basketball when you were younger. But like what resonated within you at that time to know like this was your calling, you know, fitness and wellness? That's a good question, and, I'm, and that makes me so happy that you, like, went into my website and, like, read up. That's that's great. Um, so, yeah, so I've always had a passion, like, of just, like, sports. I've always, like, been athletic since, like, a teenager, since I could remember. Um, and honestly, when I started fitness, it, I didn't really, like, think about it, like, the way that I think about it now. It was honestly because I just missed the feeling of like being active so when I got to college the college that I went to didn't have like a a basketball program so I was like no longer like playing sports and like after a while I just missed that feeling and honestly that's how fitness came about from when I started okay so when did you officially launch motivated by muffin was it around the same time, 2014? Yes. Yeah, so around the, thank you. So around the time, um, yes, 2014 is when I went back to school. That was around the time that I had really got back into, um, that's when I really started to get into fitness first, even before like the actual, like starting to like train people and run clients. It was just me again, wanting to be, um, active. And it, it honestly happened by accident. Um, my older sister in her home, she had like in her basement, she had like a treadmill. She had like weights. And just like one day it just started with me, like just get on the treadmill for like 15 minutes, then 30 minutes. But I liked the, how I felt like after each time I got on it. And then before you knew it, I just found myself every downstairs, downstairs every day in her basement. And then like after a while, it was just like, oh, okay, this is cool. Like this is something I could do. And I could see myself like wanting to learn more and educate myself more and actually go out and facilitate. So I would say about like 2015 and then again, 2016, that's when everything started to launch. I really like took it like serious. So like, yeah, almost it'll be five years in August. Yes. Wow. That's awesome. I know. And I know that when I'm like saying it out loud, I'm like, wow, wow. Yeah. Five years. That's another thing I like about running this Black-owned segment, not to get, like, off course with, with the interview, is that I like how it gives each of you business owners a time to reflect on how far you've come. Definitely, definitely. And what was the inspiration behind the name? Okay, so... Um, a close friend of mine, um, I've known her now for like 20 years and I consider her to be like an aunt. Um, she's been braiding my hair since I was like 13 and she always would call me Muffin. So that Muffin's been like in me since I was like 12, 13. But my best friend, when I was starting like the idea of like creating some business around fitness, she is the one that, um, helped me and, and one of my sisters to figure out the name. Yeah, so it just like quick. I yeah. like it. It had it definitely has a catch to it. I like it. I like it. Very much. Yeah, it's funny. I like it too. And like sometimes I I be wanting to like change it. I don't know. It's just that like 
every like six to a month to a year you want to like change it but no i think i'm going to stick with it i like it i think it represents like exactly what i want to do because i do like i love to motivate and really inspire and educate people why like on the importance again why like health and wellness is so important more so for the the feeling than the mental feeling than the look you know what i mean so i i really enjoy it well, that's a great segue into the next question that I have for the yes. interview is that you do, I see both like on your website and you've said it a few times since we started the interview, how you like the way fitness makes you feel. So what is it that you feel like when you are working out? Okay, so I always say to, to people, especially like to clients when I start, it's a feeling that you can't explain. But gotcha. I guess the way that I can express it to you is 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 something like this. So... It's like you ever you ever been like angry, like really, really angry, and like frustrated, and you need like an outlet, or and you don't really like you don't really know that outlet. So I find it in fitness. So if I find myself like having a really like bad day, or even if I'm happy, whatever it may be, I feel like when I work out and after I work out, it just gives me like it just gives me like this positive feel, and gotcha. um, like like don't get me wrong, like and I tell and I'm very honest and transparent, like in the like the midst of like working out yes it's going to challenge you you know yes your body's going to react to it especially if you haven't done it for a while but after you finish the workout and after you keep staying consistent it's like it's like it's something that you need it's just like when you get up in the morning you have to brush your teeth it's just something that you need every day in your life Mm. that is sometimes like it's you can't explain it it's just a feeling and it's funny because I have a lot of people that I've come across to help and they're like oh you know I understand what what you're saying now but I would say like in a sense of just like encouraging people again it's, it's, it's just think about it it's like positive enzymes like positive energy inside of you like just making you you know feel good like positive energy like new energy like to get throughout the day like being less rugged so not only that physical energy but also like that mental energy and i feel for myself like as i get older the mental aspect is very very important to me so yeah okay um at what point in your career did you decide that you wanted to like help others maintain a healthy lifestyle and that like you were going to obtain like your certification to become a personal trainer because I also saw that, you know, not in just your bio on Instagram, but also on the website. And I was like, oh, so she's just not somebody that's like, hey, I like working out and I'm going to encourage other people. Like, she really has the credentials to back this up. And I, I thought that was amazing. So, yeah, how did how did you know, like, you, you wanted to do that? So, like, in the beginning, I'm not going to lie, it, it, it was exactly what you said. It was just about, okay, I like to work out, like, let me get people, like, let me get other people to want to work out. I remember, like, the first year when I started, that first year, I didn't charge nobody. When I tell you I was all over Boston, like, training everywhere for free for, for a couple of reasons. One, because I wanted people to entrust in me that I was serious about it. Mm. And also, like, to put my name out there. And, you know, also, like, in our community, and when you think about minority people, I think it's better today. But when you think about, like, past times, like, early 70s, 80s, you know, minority people, we wasn't really into, like, health and wellness. Like, we wasn't, like, into it heavy, like, working out wasn't a thing. So I, I, I really, like, like that piece to just, like, really inspire our people. And I love that I'm seeing it more and more, like, today and this time, that it's really um, becoming a thing. 
once I realized like, okay, hey, I can do this every day. And not only can I do this every day, but I find myself like, I want to make a living out of this. Like if I, I can't wait like for the day where I can just like do the business and step away from, you know, the nine to five. But until then, I like the fitness because I don't look at it as a job and it's something that I'm passionate about and I really take serious. But again, like once I knew, so I would say maybe like, 2018 I said okay I need to really take this serious because now I was starting to charge people and you know you have to respect people's money you have to respect people's time and more importantly you want to make sure that not only am I working them out but I'm educating them why like why are we doing this what is the science behind doing a squat what is the science behind you know building a strong core why do we want a strong core so those things are important you know how to work with people with different like body functions, body types, um, if they have like any prior injuries, all those things um, come into effect. And that's really important. So again, when you're pay, when you're charging people, you know, just like w- with a job or anything, you need to, I feel like you need to have that education behind it and mm. not just out here saying like, oh, I'm this, you know? And I'm going to be honest, like I'm still studying. I, I'm going for my uh, second round of tests uh, next month, June. So crossing my fingers but i am group certified so right now a lot of it is just group fitness so like group fitness online and then i have an outdoor boot camp on saturday and then on wednesdays i teach our crunch in rosendale wow i know that was a lot but yeah no I, no I it was just it's hey, you were answering the question yeah explaining to me how 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 you got there um I do want to take this time to compliment you and let you know you do an excellent job with your content on Instagram, especially with consistency. Because, oh, man, like, I even think even though you are, you know, a certified, like, fitness trainer, like, you're still a content creator, too. It's like two-in-one, and it can be so hard to be consistent. But, yes, yeah, sister girl, I've been, I've been watching, and you're, you're very um, consistent. You have, like, more than a handful of videos that I've been able to watch just by scrolling down daily or even when I wanted to prep for this interview just to kind of look to see if there was something that I missed. And I did pick up on, like, the way in which you interact, like, with your clients. I feel like you have, like, this patience and you're calm and you're you're encouraging, like, all at the same time during, like, those those sessions. And you don't give off that, like, drill sergeant vibe you know like you see on tv so like do you feel like rewarding in those moments because like when i'm watching you and like you're just in that mode i'm just looking at you like in the videos and i'm like she's about her shit i mean hey i swear i'm here sometimes i'm like this really is meaningful to her and i know that it has to be rewarding for her at the end of the day to know that she's living in her truth and her passion and that she could share it and uplift other people so like yeah how do you feel like after you wrap up your group session with other women oh my god okay so i i think a big part of it um often is is the motivation and inspire because it it it, you know, you have to give anyone who's willing to, like, take that leap. You have to, first of all, just give them a back, pat on the back for taking that leap because it's not easy, you know? Right. And we can't pretend like it's easy. And we can't pretend like, oh, it, you know, you just get it one day and say, oh, I'm going to work out. You know, you know, it's not easy. And that just goes to, like, any facet of life. Like, anything that might be a struggle for someone, we have to, like, respect the fact that, you know, it's not going to be easy to do so. 
when they do take that leap that you know you are you know giving positive reinforcement um through and through but uh, you know with the group fitness finish in general i think a big portion of that is again to to motivate and to aspire and i'm not a drill sergeant but i you know i try to find a way to give that positive praise still white challenging them and reminding them like you know this is your workout you know give 110 percent whatever that looks like for you remind them it's really mental it's really mind over matter though we feel the physical of most it's really a mental thing and i feel like once the clients realize that that's where the consistency pick up because it's really just mental more than it is physical but it does take time um but yeah, it's really important just to, you know, motivate and just let people know, like, you know, I understand that, you know, it wasn't easy for you to, you know, get up today and make that decision. You know, I'm not a mom. So I, I and I, you know, I know as mothers, you know, it doesn't matter if you have one or multiple kids. It's not easy to get up every day and try to do something for you because you have wow. a responsibility that's bigger than you that you have to worry about. So it's really important just to be for myself. I'm very mindful of those things. I'm very respectful and patient in that sense. Okay. But myself, like, I like it. You know, there are days that, like, before the class start, like, I am drained, I am tired. Because my full-time job, I'm a teacher. I work with autistic children. So, you oh, know, wow. I'm working... Yeah, so I'm working all morning with the kids, and then, you know, you come home in the afternoon, you get a quick night nap, and you're back out of doing again. So there are, there are like, 85% of the time when I'm like, ah, not today. But once I get into it, I'm in it. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. And then I feel better, like, afterwards. So, it, you know, it's just all mental. It really oh, is. that's a lot. Wow. I know. And to I think know. that you pack that all in in one day, wow. That's powerful. Yes, but see, I've been... I've been trying to like be self-aware of my time. So like I was going like every day, Monday through Sunday, but now I do nothing on Monday. I do nothing on Friday. I refuse to as far as like the business. So I keep Monday for myself to like rest. I take Friday for myself. And you know, those days in between, I do what I have to do. That's right. Self-care is the best care. Yeah, self-care. Yes, <laughs> yes. ma'am. Yes. So what do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy your one-on-one -on -one sessions or do you like the group ones better? I honestly, I like the group ones better. I do, because um, I just like, you know, having multiple people just getting that uh, feedback. And again, like when you do one-to-ones, it's really more so about that person and with their goals and, you know, making sure that you're doing exercise that pertaining to their body type, again, like what they want to work on. So again, you got to be very mindful of that. I mean, I do enjoy, but if I had to choose, I enjoy the group fitness way better. Okay. Way better. Now, do you have any male clients? I, I do. You know, not as much. So, like, Wednesdays at Crunch, there are a couple of guys that come to the class. But, like, on my own time, no, not right okay. now. I did in the past. Yes, but I've definitely took in um, males in the past, for sure. Okay. Um, another thing I observed about you through watching your videos on Instagram is that you yourself um, sometimes work with other personal trainers, it looks like, to accomplish your own personal fitness goals. So, like, what is that experience like when the roles are, are reversed? Hell. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but, you, but you need that. And, and, again, it's like, you know, yes, I am a group fitness trainer. But, you know, and, of course, and I know you know this and the viewers know this, that, you know, you're always a student. You know, you're always right. a student. There's always somebody that you can, you know, learn from and inspire from. And, um, yeah, definitely. There's definitely um, women trainers. There's been men trainers in the past that I definitely, you know, um, link up to. And I think that's very important, especially when you think about, like, 
Boston, you know, we've we have a reputation of not being very supportive. So I, you know, try to make it so that I'm supporting like other not only Boston trainers, but just Boston people, business people in period, because I feel like the last couple of years, you know, you see a lot of it happening in Boston and it's, it's exciting and we need to support each other. Just Absolutely. like we go we like we like the Migos pictures and we like these pictures. We have to do the same with each other. Really Exactly. Do. That's kind of why I wanted to tie in like this year for my podcasting goals. Like, what can I do to impact other people? And that's how I came up with the black owned business segment. Cause I was like, you don't really hear about people promoting other people's business. Now I know I've heard of like a sponsorship where like at the beginning of your podcast episode, you'll say, Oh, today's episode is sponsored by Motivated by right. Muffin, and then that's it, but not to right. dedicate the whole episode to really help this person promote their brand and their business. So yeah, I I definitely can feel you on that one, which is why I'm doing yeah. doing what I'm doing, trying to reach out to other um black owned businesses in the Boston area. Yes, I definitely appreciate it. I want to say thank you again. Thank You're you again. welcome. Um, growing and expanding your brand, I know, is is like essential to being successful in any business. And I love how you have incorporated um, the merch. So, of course, whenever you're wanting to expand your brand, of course, it comes like with a risk. You know, you're, you're taking a chance. So how did you know that that's what you wanted to do to take Motivated by Muffin to the next level with the merchandise? So, uh, so uh, there's a friend of mine who I uh, collab with that helps me with the merchandise. So he's an up and um, coming um, like Boston fashion person. So he actually like linked up with me and he made me a sweater. And that's how it honestly came about. He was like, oh, you know, showing me ideas with my logo. And that's how it came about. Um, and it, it's been okay. Definitely with anything, it's like a, a, a lot of like trial and error. Again, right. like you said, I think you just do it. Like, I'm just doing it to, like, you know, just expand myself, just to put myself, you know, out there uh, for, you know, not only in fitness, but, like, other genres. And with fashion, you can do things that's, like, comfortable, like gym clothes. You can do, like, workout outfits, joggers. And so that's what I do, like, hats or, like, um, T-shirts. It's, it's been okay. It's, it's not my favorite thing to, like, focus on, but it's okay. Um, I'm lucky because my sister, Rebecca, she's been, like, a great help when it comes to, like, the website and all this stuff. Okay. Because I am not that good at it. So she's been very supportive. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what is one of you, if you don't mind sharing, of course, um, anonymously, like, one of your favorite success stories after working with a client you know, like maybe you watched this person do the work consistently and you've seen how they improved drastically or got the results that they wanted with, with the assistance of you. Oh, yes. Okay. So there, there's a couple, but one that I could really think of. Um, so there was a, so at my job, I work at the uh, Matterhunt and there's a community that's attached and it was a woman who used to uh, work next door and um, I started working her out maybe about like two years ago and we was going really consistent for like a great six months helped to lose almost like i think 42 to like 50 pounds she loved it so much that she ended up getting group certified and now she's teaching so now wow. she's teaching yeah so and, you know it's that stuff like that and i and i love that and i love that like to be able to like inspire and motivate somebody that much to enjoy fitness that way they want to pass it along like i feel like that's what it was it about and it's like a validation to her but also like a validation to myself like yeah Muff, like yeah this is what you're supposed to be doing so yeah that's a i always think about um sophia that's a good one wow um 
what challenges or obstacles have you faced while maintaining a successful black owned business? A lot, <laughs> a lot. But so the one thing, and I just want to say thank you um, as far as like the social media, because I mean, I, I, I do okay, right? But I think that I could do better. So one thing as like, um, you know, as a business person first, when you're trying to, to attract um, audience is to be like intentional. And I try to be intentional um, as far as like the social media, but you know, it's fitness is a very like, fickle business as far as like like all like all year round so like for example like i have clients through all the year but you all throughout the year but i find that you get a lot of more clients like right before the summer's about to hit you know because people want to be summer ready right. or like if they're going to a wedding <laughs> or you know new, right. new year new you <laughs> or you know something like that which is fine so um that piece has been a struggle and also again and it's and it's not a bad thing it's a it's a good thing Again, there's so many up-and-coming people in Boston who's training. Boston's huge, so again, it's a good thing, but it's just, it's huge, but it's small as far as, like, the trainers were all within. So just, like, you know, building clients. But again, it's just, like, me just continue to be consistent. My thing has always been this, like, come one, come all. If one person comes... And, you know, that one person likes what I do is that one person's going to go back, they're going to tell a friend. And that's usually how it ends up being, like, word of mouth. You know, I'm very grateful, like, throughout the years, the clients that I have attained, they have brought me on to more people and given me more opportunities to where I'm like partnering with the Boys and Girls Club, doing other stuff with like other people. But that piece as far as like, you know, just building up clientele, um, being intentional as far as like content on social media, um, that's something that I'm trying to get uh, better at. But again, I'm not like mad where I'm at, but you know, there's always opportunity for growth. Good. Wow, that's that was actually very humble of you of you to say, you know, that you kind of know what areas you may need improvement and that, you know, that you are willing to learn or just willing to grow to to expand the business. And I would have to say that is a big challenge or obstacle because there are some people that kind of just get comfortable, you know, like, all right, I've been doing this for this amount of years, you know, I know what I'm doing. So I think that it's great that you take the time to sit back. And like you said, to be intentional or or realize what it is you do or do not do not want, you know, to have attached to your name or, or your brand. Because, like, I learned with, like, social media, because as you see, like, for the most part, I put fitness. Like, you don't know if I got a mother, you don't know if I got a father, you know, all I put is fitness. And a lot of people tell me all the time, it's like, you know, put personal stuff. And not that I don't want to, but, I mean, I feel like I should do more because people want to, they want to see me as the person. So not just me as fitness, but who is muffin, you know, besides fitness, you know, I like to dance, you know, I like to listen to music, you know, I hang out with my friends. And I don't like to share all that all the time because I feel like, you know, you don't need to know everything, but right. I'm learning that it's okay, like, once in a while, you know, you could post yourself, like, outside of, like, gym clothes, or you could post yourself out with friends or out with your significant other or whatever like that. So I'm trying, but I don't like to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have to do what, what, what makes you feel feel comfortable. Yeah, and I, and yeah. I understand the value of, of, of privacy. Yeah. Yes, for I sure. Um, so for anyone that has been procrastinating, you know, about making a lifestyle change or just trying to get back in the gym or they want to lose a certain amount of weight, like what words of encouragement would you use to get them started to take that first step? 
So I think the the most important thing is to, to start where you at and to, to go where you're, you're comfortable. Be, take baby steps. So like, for example, you know, um, like, let's say you're at work or something, you know, instead of like sitting down in front of, you know, if you have like a, uh, if you work in front of a desk all day, maybe like stand up, you know, walk around in like your little, like little office space, find, start small, like find little things. Mm. But, but also too, I think it's important when we think about fitness again, a lot of times, and again today, you know, I think social media plays a big part. You know, you see people working out or you see people looking a certain way and it's like, oh, I, you know, I want, I want a small waist. I want a big butt. And <laughs> yes, in a moment, I get it, right? I get it. But I, it's important to think long term. Like, I'm very big on, I'm about to be 38 in September. I'm very big on, like, I'm always thinking about what does the next five years look like? And then, you know, three to five years from then, what does that five years look like? I want to see 80. I want to see 90. Like, I want to see, you know, my future children and my future children's grandchildren. So that, when I say mental, that's really important to me. And that's when I wake up every day and work out, that's what I think about. I'm not thinking about, like, oh, you know, if my, you know, my butt is big or, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, whatever. I'm just thinking about, like, long-term being functional, being able to pick up my child, play with my kids, you know, things like that. And that's what I would say to anybody that's trying to start. Don't look at it as in a physical, um, don't look at it like as far as like what you see on social media and wanting to inspire to see or be or like another person. Think about it like, where do you see yourself five years from now? Ask yourself that. In five years from now, do you see yourself still, you know, you know, living your life, moving about, traveling? Do you see yourself, you know, playing around with your kid, grandkids? What does that look like to you? You know, does that look like to you sitting down and watching your kids? Or does that look like to you, you actually playing with them? And also for yourself, too. Because, again, and when you think about, like, minority people, a lot of it, too, when you think about fitness, when you think about, like, health history we have uh high blood pressure we have high um hypertension diabetes all that stuff um uh you know um obesity all those mm. things um cancer all those things you know not to say that we're not going to get those things but the more active you are you know you're giving yourself a less risk of having those things 10 20 30 years from now and that's what i really find encouraging in the in learning about personal training because they're talking about this science not only physical but also like eternally and health wise like why is this important what is it doing this now what is that going to impact you you know five ten years down the line so if again if i was to say to anyone why do you want to start i would say longevity think about long term think about long term have small goals but those small goals leading up to that bigger goal which is just living a you know functional happy as best can be for you life wow yeah that's what i would say and that honestly that's what i say to my clients all the time because it, it really is important and i feel like if we come if we think about it in a place like oh yeah you know i want to look this way I'm, I'm just trying to be this way you know are we going to stay consistent or once we hit that goal we're just going to say okay i hit that goal and just you know go back off and not you know move every day or be be mindful of like your nutrition or what you're eating which also is a, a major key is nutrition like you know just being mindful um what we're eating and consuming every day i will say this about nutrition i don't like to talk a lot about it um i don't believe in a diet but what i do Ooh. believe in is finding a balance finding something that you're going to 
find yourself making a habit. So, like, for example, like, um, like I like, like, mashed potatoes, but sometimes I know if I have too many mashed potatoes instead of regular mashed potatoes, I might have, like, a sweet potato because it has, um, it has more, like, healthy fat. Or instead of, like, fried chicken, instead of fried chicken, baked chicken. I'm never, ever going to tell anybody to go to, like, Home Goods and buy, like, all these, like, greens and vegetables. If it's something that you don't eat and apply in your daily life, don't get it. But if there's a vegetable that you like and you enjoy eating, add it, add it to your meal every day. It's just those little things. But nutrition is always 80% and fitness is 20%. No matter how much you work out, if you're not being intentional, if you're not finding that balance in your nutrition, you're, you might see some change as far as the physical, but you're not going to see the change that you may be wanting to see. Again, just find a, find a balance. So an, another example, quickly, I always give the example to my clients about soda. A lot of my clients, they like soda. Sodas is <laughs> oh, not the best. Here it comes. I'm not going to no, no, I'm not going to tell you to drop. I'm not going to tell you to drop soda cold turkey because that's unrealistic. I'm not going to say, okay, okay, tomorrow, no more soda, no more. That's not realistic. So I'm, I'm not setting you up for success. <laughs> what I'm going to tell you is, so, okay, how much, how many days out of the week do you drink soda? Really? Do we have to do this, Muffin? Do we? Okay, so let's. All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna, I'm accountable, okay. and I like to be transparent and yeah. keep it real with my audience. Okay. Okay. I drink, I would say, probably three soda three times a day. What I do do is I have one of those three times, I make sure that it's caffeine-free. I don't think that makes it any better, but in my head, it does. So I'll have like a ginger ale or a Sprite, but I'm obsessed with Pepsi. I'm sorry. Just okay, so right, again, I would never tell you to go cold turkey because that's right. not realistic. What I would tell you is, I would say, okay, okay, so instead of having soda seven days a week, three days a week, let's start having maybe soda five days a week, three days a week, all right? Mm. And then we would check in. And I would say, okay, hey, would you, A, because my thing is honesty, you have to be honest to yourself, not to me. So, right, I would check in with you and say, hey, Kay, how did you do? And you're going to say, hey, Muff, yes, I was able to have soda five days a week, three times a day or no but let's say you said you would you do i was you was able to i would say great how did you feel you told me how you feel i would say okay good so the following week let's go from five days maybe to four days mm. and maybe you know what i mean break it down that's fighting the balance but to tell somebody to go cold turkey or something is setting them up for failure you're absolutely we want right for other we want things drinkers. that are realistic <laughs> Realistic yeah, who, who are listening? If you stop drinking soda cold turkey, I've tried that multiple times. I get the worst not gonna headaches. Happen. A caffeine not gonna headache. Happen. It's terrible. It's and then it makes happen. you want to get like more junky, like afterwards. So yeah, I know that that's not the way exactly. to go. And so I would never. All my clients, I get. We we sit down. We talk about the the foods that. And I ask them. I said, "What foods do you eat that are think that are good for you? And what foods do you eat that you think that are bad for you?" So I'm not telling you. I want you to tell me. So we go through that list, and then okay, based on the things that are bad that you find yourself eating a lot out of the week, then we begin to break that down. We keep okay. the stuff that is good. But we begin to break down the things that are not bad. And again, not going cold turkey, but just slowly beginning to eliminate, eliminate. And then once you're able to get to that point, 
where you're like, okay, I still like soda, but I don't need it every day. If you find yourself having it twice a week for like one day or even three times a day, that's okay because you're no longer having it for seven days. Find the balance. I feel the more realistic that we are with ourselves, the better that we are at being successful. And that goes for anything in life, not just fitness, but anything. We got to be real with ourselves. And and that's honestly and the discipline is a, is, a, is a part of it too, because it's kind of like, how, how, how much do you want those results? Like for me, um, I was able to like, you know, just kind of drop pounds over the past like five to six months. And people have been wondering kind of like what I, what I have been doing automatically decreasing my soda intake definitely because i mean i was really bad and a lot of it was because of stress and because like you know how like that person at work that probably needs to go outside to have that cigarette before their lid flies off for me it was i'm gonna go get me an ice cold soda because they're pissing me off that was me that's where i was so i've incorporated drinking water um I had to find the water because I kept saying, I don't like water, something about the taste. And I think because yeah. I was just kind of getting the regular purified or uh, spring, you know, water in the bottles. And then um, my best friend was the one that was like, maybe you should try alkaline water. You yeah. know, sometimes yeah. they, it has a different taste. And man, I, I don't, I'm so ignorant. And all this time, I could have been drinking more water because I like the way alkaline water tastes. I think it's great. And it's so funny. I learned I learned about alkaline water at the beginning of the pandemic. I didn't even know, but alkaline water is great. And also, what I and I'm happy you talked about water because water is is extremely important. Period. Not only for fitness, but just for like health, skin, all that stuff. Right. But you know, if the water and I I have the same issue. So sometimes I'll put like lemon in my water, or I'll put like a whole bunch of like fruits i try to like add some type of of flavor but yes the alkaline water is great is is good as well but again in anything in life it's just about being real with yourself and finding realistic measures that's going to work for you and that's what i do with my clients with the fitness and also like talking about nutrition i don't give nutrition plans because i'm not certified you're not allowed to do that and i'm not a nutrition i'm not a nutritionist but we do break it down and we just begin to find things that work and i've had a lot of clients that have been able to be very successful and more so they're just excited about like oh muff i could still you know have mashed potatoes and you know you know maybe some days have fried chicken and some days have baked just find the balance and you right. will you will start to see the change but find a balance that will work for you i don't believe in diets i will never tell anyone to go on a diet and i don't believe in going cold turkey because it's not realistic and not only is it realistic it could really um deter someone from wanting to really set in that active lifestyle because they begin to think like oh this is not for me Right. Like, I can't do this. So we have to be real with ourselves. Hmm. Hey, well, I, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you. How do you feel about dieting? But you just answered all that. You're like, no, you're anti-diets. Now, no, how do you feel about... Like, um, I like ice cream. I eat ice cream. I love ice cream. I'm not giving up ice cream. I love chips. <laughs> I'm not giving up chips. You said I'm not giving I up ice cream I'm not giving it up. Because, and also, too, we, we only have one life to live. Like, yes, we want to be active, we want to be healthy, but we want to have fun, too. We want to enjoy the foods that we like. It's, it's just yeah, about balance. Like, get, I, you know what so, I mean? would you just say, like, you don't encourage anyone to give up those things that they love that are guilty pleasures, but just kind of check yourself as far as the, the moderation and the frequency, basically. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly it. 
that's exactly it. What I will say, one last thing about that, like in the beginning of that process, you're going to find yourself more like sticking to the plan. But again, like as, you know, three weeks go in, six weeks go in, and you start to see that change and you start to figure out that balance that works for you, then you're going to be able to modify. Like it's going to become like second nature for yourself. But the beginning with anything is always like that struggle. That's where that mental fortitude is really going to have to like kick in. You know what I mean? Okay. So I know you said you're anti-dieting. How do you feel about intermittent fasting? So I have to be honest, I, I know a little bit about it, but I'm not, sh- I, I don't know a lot about it. I know like in the morning, you might start like the first two hours with like, like maybe like a coffee or tea, and then you have something like big to drink and then something small, then something big. I, I, I'm not sure. I believe it's something similar to like the kettle diet and the kettle is just like eating fats and no carbs. I, again, like I'm not sure about it. What I will say is, and I've had a conversation with like other trainers, it's like, if you do those things, what happens like once you're no longer doing that? So exactly. for example, like, like, kettle dieting, what happens when you start stop doing the kettle diet? Like, does that weight come back? How do you maintain where you've been able to like, you know, progress from? Like, how do you maintain that? But yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure about it. Gotcha. Not okay. really sure. Um, well, that was like majority of the questions I came with. But what I like to do with everybody that comes on to do the black owned everything slash black owned business segment is I like to ask them this question because it's it's interesting to me and to learn something about you aside from your business is um, would you say that this is your dream? It's a good question. That's a good question. Everybody gets stumped um, when I ask them that. So don't feel bad. You can take your time. Everybody that's been a part of this segment, they all kind of have to think like, hmm. Okay, okay. That's that's a really good question. This is what I would say. I I, I say that I see myself doing this for a um a long time, but there are other things also that I'm beginning to like. Um, okay. As well, I don't know what those things are going to lead, but I'm always going to have fitness in some aspect with me. I will say that. Like, I don't know if like fitness is going to be like the like the only thing. Like, gotcha. there's other things that I like to like that I like that I'm starting to like enjoy, especially like as I get older and just picking up like new habits. Um, but fitness will always be within me in some facet. I, I can for sure say that. Okay, and it's kind of like a two-on-one question, so. What did you want to be when you were growing up? What did you say you were going to be? This one is so funny. I think the last gentleman that I had on doing the, the black home business segment, he said when he was a kid, he he thought he was going to be a ninja. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it was so cute. It was so adorable. <laughs> yeah, cute. yeah. He has a clothing so line now. So he was like, yeah, so, yeah, Muffin, tell tell the listeners, what did, what did you say when you were younger you were going to be when you grew up? When I was younger, I wanted to be a journalist. And wow. when I was like maybe, I think I was like maybe like between 13, maybe 15, I did have an internship one summer with um, Katarina Bandini in Channel 7. And the following year, I ended up getting a summer job working with kids, and I've been with kids ever since. 
but I did, wow. and I still love I still love journalism. I like the whole like interview, and I love all like I love I like what you're doing. Like I enjoyed it. So were you Timmy? I was like, yeah, like yeah. So yeah, I I wanted to do that. So yeah. Wow. And I, See, and I think and now should be the time for me to explain like how I'm trying to tie into this. Like not only my hope is someone promote their black owned business, but also to give some type of inspiration for if I ever do have any younger listeners, which I don't know, cause you never know who's listening. But I try to have this conversation with my daughter who's 16 and she beats herself up about not knowing what she wants to do or what her passion is going to be, you know, cause in two years she'll graduate high school. And I, what I love about the ending of each of these black owned segments is that everything that we all said we wanted to be, we end up being something totally different a majority yes. of the time so it's just just inspiration for her to know that it's okay to not know at that age because the opportunities are are endless for what she yes. can be there's so many doors for her to open and to find out which one you know or what lane is going to be the lane for her you know just like how you hey journalism then next thing you know, it's fitness, and then look at an education, like you know. So like right. you, you never, you never know, you know. But I think I at the end of the day, right? I don't, I wouldn't say short. that. You have two very, I don't know if you notice it, very rewarding careers to know that, regardless of whatever you have going on, like internally, muffin. I feel like if I were you, putting myself in your shoes, if I woke up every day, I would always feel complete. To know that regardless of if I could be struggling with my own thing, to know that I left some mark on the world or I made some impact on somebody, whether it's the that mother that could be struggling with ways to deal with her autistic child, to know that you gave her some tips to help her at home, you know, or just that woman, maybe she just had a, a baby, postpartum depression, and she really would like to look great again. And to know that you can help her get to that point, like, that's dope. That's dope. No, no, so, and, and this, right, and this is me in this moment giving you your flowers, sis. Okay. I appreciate yes. it. Yeah, I do. I really appreciate it. No, because I and I do think about that because um, before I worked um, as a teacher, I, I worked in a community center, and I see teens all the time. That's like 21, 24. They make me feel so old when I say the age. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're doing great. Like this one kid wants to go off to college. So like you said, like that stuff does make me feel good. Like, just for myself, like, again, like, I'm about to be 38, and I hope, like, in, like, the next, like, two to three years, I have my, like, own child, so I'm just trying, I'm, I'm in that space, like, you know, like, just trying to figure out, like, you know, what, what does that look like, like, for me, as far as, like, a family, like, and, and you know, what that's gonna take, but, no, but, yeah, you're right, it, it is, it is rewarding, it is rewarding, yes, it is. I'm glad, I'm glad it, it helps you guys it, to see that. In case no one's ever no, told you, at least at least you heard it here on This Can't Be Life. No, I appreciate it. No, it, it is. You're right. It is rewarding. It is rewarding. It is. Well, I thank you so, it. so much for agreeing to be a part of, of this segment. And of course, if you know any other Black-owned businesses, of course, I am welcome to, well, willing to share my platform with anyone. Everybody's welcome. Um, I want to keep this going for as long, long as I can yes. because I feel like there are so many black-owned businesses that people don't don't know about um, as well. So there is a lot. 
And when we hang up um, this evening, I'm going to text you a, a few names um, to reach out to uh, other trainers and then, like, other people doing, like, fashion. Um, this one good girl just wrote a book. So oh, it's a yeah. lot of stuff. I've, I've never yes. had anybody with, um, yeah, yeah, like a novelist or and anyone. let me just say again to you, like, just thank you for... Just thank you again for this like platform and opportunity. I have been able in the past to see some of your podcasts, and I was going to ask you if you can send me the link to this one, and if I can have the link to your last week's podcast. Absolutely. About independence. I wish I would listen to that because I would have loved to be on that conversation. You know something being, like, I said at the ending of it that I felt like I wanted to have another perspective because I didn't want to seem biased. Like, hey, I was let down, and this is why. I, I am overly independent. I wanted to maybe see if there was somebody else that had a different story as to how they got. So as I tell all the other people that come on for the Black-Owned Business segment too, you're welcome to come back, not just to talk about your business. You can come back to talk about anything. Anything that's oh, on your sure. mind I that you... want to come back. Yes, anytime. If you want to have any message that you want to convey to the world, I would like that because sometimes it's okay. hard for me yeah. to figure out what to talk about every week. So absolutely, and um, just because you know we've been talking for about fifty minutes now, can you just tell them again where they can find you on social media? Yes. Yeah, so on Instagram, I'm at Motivated by Muffin. On Facebook, at Motivated by Muffin, and the website is www.motivatedbymuffin.com. Thank you again so much. This is this is exciting. I love this. This is great. And keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great things. I see you all the time. I'm very proud thank of you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. you. Yes, and thank you. Thank you again just, just for um, giving me the opportunity to interview you and learn more about your brand and what it is that Motivated by Muffin is all about. And um, until next week, peace, love, and light. And goodbye. All right. Bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm.